Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Journey with Janice podcast. I am so excited for today's episode and for everything that God is just stirring in my spirit today. And I'm just so thankful that you took the time to tune in to this and I'm believing and decreeing and declaring that you are going to feel refreshed and encouraged and inspired through this podcast because I just believe that that is what God does. That's what his presence does. I love that the Bible says that times of refreshing come in his presence and there's just fullness of joy in his presence and I love that. It's not just a little bit of joy. It's fullness of joy. And so I'm just believing that, that God is just releasing his presence over you wherever you're at today, whether you're in your living room, in your car, at the gym, wherever you're at, that God is just releasing his tangible presence. We know his presence is within us and it surrounds us and that he's always with us. He never leaves or forsakes us, but there is something to be said about his manifest tangible presence. And so I'm just believing that he is releasing that over you today. I'm just like so excited. It's kind of a cold rainy day here in Michigan, in Southwest Michigan, where I live. And it's just been a really good day. Been a really good day, been in the Word. And our church had prayer tonight, which was great to be able to go because typically I am not available on Wednesday nights due to prior engagements. And and I have one of my best friends actually comes over on Wednesday and we have just Bible study and prayer and, and whatnot. And so we've been doing that for a few years, but tonight our our schedules didn't work uh, work out to do that together. So I was able to go to church prayer and I just share that with you to say, go to church prayer. If your church hosts prayer gatherings, go if you are able to. It's so important that we come together as believers, touch and agree, pray, intercede for our churches, our communities, our families, all of it. And I just love what God is doing. I love hosting prayer gatherings in my home, getting some women together and just storming heaven for, like I said, our families, our churches, our communities. And I just, I just love prayer. Prayer is one of my one of my favorite things. And we know the Bible says that that our prayers are powerful and effective. The Bible says in the book of James that the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And a righteous person is not a perfect person. It's just someone who is right with God. Simple terms. And so tonight when we were at prayer, one thing that the Lord was showing me so many different things and we were praying for and we were calling prodigals home and and all these things. One thing that the Lord really spoke to my heart tonight was that he he is positioning people in the body of Christ. It was almost like there's a sobering happening in the body. I'm going to try to explain this as best as I can and what he was showing me. It's like there's a sobering happening in the body and people that have maybe tried to function in an anointing that they're not called to are like realizing like, oh my gosh, that's not what I'm supposed, what I'm called to do. I'm going to start stepping into the things I'm actually called to do. And so we know in first Corinthians, it talks about the body of Christ and, and how he puts us in the body where he sees fit. And it's either in chapter 12 or 14, I can't remember, but somewhere in there where it talks about how God decides where we fit in the body and how the arm can't say to the leg, I don't have need of you. 
and how important that is. It's like we need one another and it's so important that we don't get stuck in the traps of comparison or even just desiring something that's not ours. So I want to be able to look at my brothers and sisters in Christ, cheer and champion them on in whatever they are called to and knowing that their success or whatever does not take away from me. And I think that that's something that is so it's such a tool of the enemy. Let's just call it out. Say what, say what it is. It's the enemy that tries to put that jealousy and comparison and all of that. And it's works of the flesh to try to divide us. And even tonight we were just praying a release of a spirit of unity over our church body and just, you know, staying on the offensive against the enemy because we're not ignorant of his devices. And so we're staying on the offensive and just praying for unity and against any division. Not, we're not having a bunch of issues with that in our church, but why not stay in the offensive in our prayers? And so just knowing that, like, God is the one that decides where we fit in the body. And I think it's so important that we take time to say, God, what are you calling me to? What, Where do I fit? What is my position? How do I maximize what I'm called to? How do I live in the fullness of everything that you've created me for? And I think that that is so important that we do that because I need what you carry. You need what I carry. And if we're all out on the battlefield, which is what I say, if you are a Christian, you did not sign up for a playground. You signed up for a battlefield. If you didn't know that, now you do. We are in a very real spiritual war. And so asking God, like, where do I, you know, where do I fit? What is my gifts? What are my gifts? What are my anointings? What What is my calling? And then like staying out on the battlefield, suited up in the full armor of God, according to his word in the book of Ephesians and doing what he has called you to and asking him, like, if you don't know, if you're listening and you're like, Janice, I don't even, I don't even know what I'm called to or whatever. Like, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again in case there's new listeners, or maybe you just need a reminder that I believe there are certain things that we are all called to. According to his word, there are certain things we are all called to walk in love and to live out. And so those things, it's like, it's just, it's an overarching banner over all of our lives. And there are certain things that some of us are called to for the entirety of our lives. I think about Billy Graham and how he was an evangelist and he preached to masses. He did crusades for many, many, many years. And like, that is what he was called to for like his whole life. But then there are seasonal things too. And I even look back over my life and I had done youth ministry for a while and women's ministry for a while. And back to youth ministry and then a traveling ministry. And it's like just staying in step with him, I think is the biggest thing. And checking in with him, staying consistent, like you're walking step in step in the spirit. You're walking with him. He's that voice behind you telling you the way to go to walk in it and just asking him, like if you're sitting there and you're like, I I really don't know. I haven't heard from him in a while. I haven't like checked in with him or or whatever to say, God, what are you calling me to in this season? Because if we're all doing that and we're seeking him, we're asking for wisdom from above, according to his word, his word says, if we lack wisdom, all we have to do is ask and he gives it liberally. And so if we need that wisdom to ask him, and he gives it to us. And so, yeah, if you're sitting there and you're like, I don't know, all you have to do is ask and start asking him to show you those things, to reveal those things to your heart. What am I called to in this season? And you may be in a season of being tucked and hidden away in the secret place. 
we're always called to abide. John 15, we're always called to abide in him continually. But I've had seasons in my life where I wasn't like out in front of people doing things. I wasn't recording podcasts and writing in that. I was just kind of tucked away in the secret place, really hiding his word in my heart and spending time with him all the time. Like that was the season I was in to prepare me for what was ahead. And so our seasons are going to look different. Your calling isn't going to look like my calling and vice versa your calling may look similar to mine. And I think that's important too, that if we have a calling that's similar to someone else's, that we do not compare ourselves. And I want to encourage you to not plant seeds of comparison in other people too. I remember I was at a women's conference last fall and one of the speakers had someone approach her, totally pure heart motive, like nothing, I don't think there was anything ugly there at all. But they had said like, wow, you're like the best speaker I've ever heard. And that you know, she meant good by that. Like she meant to compliment her or whatever, but really what did that, what could that sow in our heart if we're not guarding our hearts? And so I love that the speaker was like, Hey, like, I just want to be careful that we're not sowing seeds of comparison because our words are like seeds and they do produce fruit. The Bible says that we will eat the fruit of our words. And so that was actually a perfect slide into what else was on my heart to talk about tonight is about the fact that our lives are going to look like the things that we are declaring and speaking over ourselves. And I think it's so important that we guard our mouth. (laughs) We guard our mouth. And that starts with guarding our heart. The Bible says that above all else, guard your heart because all of the issues of life flow from the place of our heart. If our heart is ugly, our speech is going to be ugly. Our actions are going to be ugly. Our life's going to look ugly. But if we keep our heart pure, and how do we do that? We're transformed by the renewing of our mind, Romans 12, 2. Transformed by the renewing of our mind. The Bible also says that his word washes us like water, washes us like water. And so if you're feeling out of sorts, you're feeling kind of just like, uh, and you're just maybe stuck in, maybe it's comparison, maybe it's confusion, maybe it's just feeling like off and you can't even put your finger on it. Like, why do I feel off? Ask yourself, how has my time in the Word been? How has my time in God's presence been? And I'm not talking about Sunday morning service, corporate worship, like we need that. Absolutely. I'm talking about your personal time with Jesus. Because I'm telling you, anytime that I feel off, and even if I can't quite put my finger on it, it's like, okay, I have not been in the Word yet today, or I have not just shut everything out and sat in his presence and spent time with him because the enemy is going to target you and your mind (laughs) more than anything your entire life. He's not going to relent. So you can't relent. You have to keep your, it's like I, I made a post the other day about how it's a pedal to the metal season. And I feel like that, like sometimes we let up. It's like, well, I don't need to pray as much. I don't need to read the word as much. Yeah, you do. Actually, you need to take it up a notch. Like we have to be on the offensive, not just always on the defensive and kind of letting the enemy do what he does. And then we deal with consequences. No, like we stay offensive. We keep ourselves fully armored, even in the morning to pray that over yourself, pray on the armor. And I do that too. And it's like waking up in the morning and I'll declare Psalm 143, eight over myself. And I just say, God, I thank you for a new day. I thank you that your mercies are new. And then I declare that scripture over myself and I say, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love for I put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go for to you. Show me the way I should go for to you. I entrust my life. And so I feel like I botched that a little bit, but, but I pray God's word back to him. And so that's one scripture that I 
say, and it's just really, it's a prayer of surrender. God, this day belongs to you. I want your kingdom to come, your will to be done. And then I'll pray his, the armor, the full armor of God over myself. God, I thank you that my feet are dressed with the readiness of the gospel of peace. I thank you that my belt of truth is on, that the breastplate of righteousness is on, that I am holding up my shield of faith that extinguishes every fiery dart of the enemy, that the sword of the spirit is sharp, and that the helmet of salvation is on. And then I also declare over my mind, I have the mind of Christ. I have a sound mind. I operate with power, love, and a sound mind. And so just doing those things. And it's so important that you not only think about it, but that you speak it out that you declare the word of God out of your mouth. And I'm telling you, there's something powerful when you do that. And y'all, if you've followed me for any period of time or heard me talk, like I am huge on declarations. Like even tonight at our prayer night um, at, at church, I had wrote some declarations, just prayers over my church like a year ago or something. And I felt like I was supposed to print off a bunch of copies and take them. And so I read them over just I read them out aloud in our group tonight and gave copies like, hey, like pray these over our church. And it, it's all it is is scripture. It's like scripture, 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 because it is powerful. His word is a two-edged sword. And so I just love the word of God. <laughs> if you haven't picked that up yet, I love the Bible. And so it's so important that we pay attention to the words that come out of our mouth And like I already said, it it starts in our heart. And so what do we do? We say, God created me a clean heart. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. I want clean hands and a pure heart. And so I will do that. God, is there anyone that I have not forgiven? Am I holding on to resentment? Am I holding on to bitterness? Am I holding on to anything that I shouldn't be according to your word, according to your will. And so dealing and then dealing with it. If he reveals something to your heart, deal with it. Forgive those. It's not forgive those people you need to forgive. It's not worth you holding on to. It's not worth it because it hinders your prayers. It hinders your ministry. It hinders everything when we let the enemy. And that's what the Bible says. Do not give the enemy a foothold. Do not give the devil a foothold. And so many times, listen, if you give him an inch, he'll take a mile. Don't give him a foothold in your life. Don't give him a foothold in your mind. And I even encourage you now to put your hands right on your head. And I had to do this the other day because the warfare mentally was so strong. And I just laid hands on my head because I just felt like my thoughts were jumbled. They were all over the place. And I knew that I wasn't like resting in the peace of God. And so I just laid hands on my own head. And I said, I have a sound mind. I have the mind of Christ. I think, I think on according, you know, according to Philippians 4, whatever is true, noble, just, pure, lovely, excellent, praiseworthy, of good report, those things, that is what I'm thinking on. And the enemy is relentless, but we have authority over him. The Bible says in Ephesians that Jesus was raised to the right hand of the Father far above all principalities and powers. And the cool thing about that is that the Bible also says that we're seated with him. And so we are seated with him there. We have access to the throne room 24-7 to boldly approach him and just really to, to stay in that place of authority. And we have authority over the enemy. And so do not believe the lie that he has more power than you do. Yeah, right. You have more power in your pinky nail than he has over you, but you have to know and walk in that authority that God has given you. And I love that. I love that. In the book of Matthew, it talks about how we have the kingdom keys to bind and to loose. And so 
we have authority in our prayers and our decrees and declarations. And, and I was just reading in a book that I'm reading by John Ramirez. It's called Armed and Dangerous. It's such a good book. It is like firing me up. And he talks about, because he actually used to be like the head of the satanic cult and like not the head but obviously that would be satan but like he was a high up and so he talked about how they are very offensive like the satanic world is very offensive and how much the church needs to be more on the offensive and i'm like yes john this is what i've been preaching for a few years now and it's just like yes 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 and i just i just love this book and the authority that he remind he reminds readers of the authority that we have in Christ. And I and I love that. Just and I've been thinking so much the last few days, just at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. And yes, it someday every literally every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. But even now, on this side of eternity, every knee will bow to the name of Jesus. So if that's fear, if that's worry, doubt, anxiety, all those things. And one thing that he said in the book that I really wanted to highlight was he was talking about how like praise and worship, like that is our language as believers, but how grumbling and complaining is like the language of the enemy. And I was like, whew. And he had a lot to say about that. And we know the Bible says, do everything without grumbling and complaining. And it was like, oh my gosh, how often do I let myself slip into just complaining or whatever. And it's even yesterday, I was even venting to the Lord a little bit just about some things. And and I was like, "Mm -mm, nope, I'm not even going to let that proceed out of my mouth. I'm going to speak life over this situation. I'm going to take authority over it. And I'm going to deal with it the way that God has given me the authority to. So many times we sit back and we just keep taking punches from the enemy. And we need to stand up, put that full armor on, use the word as it's purpose too, because so many times our sword is laying down or it's in the sheath or something. And the Lord gave me a whole vision about that a few years ago about the sword and how we're misusing it when we know the sword and the full armor of God is his word. And so being people that rightly divide and know and understand and apply and live out his word, I'm serious. If I could, if I could impart anything to listeners on this podcast, it would be a love for the word of God a love for the word of God, to truly fall in love with his word. And if you are someone who doesn't even own a Bible or whatever, get the Version Bible app, start in the book of John, read the gospel books, the first four books in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I'm currently reading through Matthew and I just, I try to be very intentional to stay consistent in the gospel books. And then I kind of bounce around to other places. I love reading Proverbs every day because there's 31 chapters. So there's one for every day of the month. And then I'm usually, you know, other places throughout scripture. And I just love his word. I love his word. And as you get into it, like it will you're going to get a hunger for it. You're going to get a hunger for it because it is it is so good. And even like Jesus said, like we cannot live on bread alone. We we live on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so every word that he speaks in scripture is God-breathed, Holy Spirit-inspired, infallible, unchanging, incorruptible. And I just love the Bible. So I encourage you to read it. Get yourself a good study Bible. If you need help with that, reach out to me. would love to help you with that. So I just, yeah, I kind of want to go back to the whole idea of just staying in step with him and watching, watching your mouth. And if you're someone who hasn't really ever given consideration to the words that come out of your mouth, and I'm telling you, I'm not saying this from a critical standpoint. I'm saying this 
from the standpoint of a woman whose mouth, language, all of that has been completely transformed and changed by God. Because if you would have known me before Jesus, like I could cut someone up one side and down the other with my mouth. I had a very sharp tongue and I never held back. And I really don't hold back what I think now either, but my, my mind is sanctified. So it's different. I don't have, I don't have a mean hearted spirit like I used to. And so God has totally transformed and changed that and now uses me to speak life and encouragement to people and to love people the way that we are created to. And so I say all that about my own testimony to say, how important it is that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds, Romans 12, 2. And then we ask the Lord, I pray this over myself all the time, Lord, set a guard over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. That is scripture. God, I want my my words to honor you, to glorify you, to be pure, for my heart to be pure. And just to start calling things that are not as though they were like, what is the vision for your life? I am praying if you are on here today and you do not have a vision for your family, for your ministry, for where God is going, like the Bible says for people perish for, for lack of knowledge and, and without vision, the people perish. Like there's, I just don't want anyone, anyone that hears my podcast or anyone, anyone in this entire world to, to not have vision for their lives and, and for what God is doing. And I believe all of us can go to new levels with him. The Bible says he takes us from glory to glory. Who you are right now in this moment when you're listening to this episode, I hope is not who you were a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, like that you can look back over your Christian walk and see the transformation that God has done in your life. And if you're on here and you don't know him, I pray that you encounter him and that you experience what it is to be born again, to to really know Jesus because you can know him personally. You can know him and he wants you to know him. He is not a distant God. He is not far off. He is near. And I just am so thankful for for God who is intimately acquainted with all of our ways, who wants to who wants to do life with us, who is step in step with us and delights in every detail of our life. A God who is so intimately acquainted with us. And so if you don't know him, reach out to me. I would love to just talk to you more about that, pray with you and answer any questions you may have. So I'm going to go ahead and close this podcast out in prayer. Anyone who is listening, if you need prayer for something, you can reach out to me. My website, my social media handles are in the show notes on this podcast. Would love to pray for you and just encourage your hearts. That's honestly, that's why I do this podcast. I do it because the Lord told me to, and I'm being obedient to him, but I do it because my heart is truly to encourage yours, to see the fire of God inside of you just absolutely consume you because you are called to be a light in this world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. And I love that. I love that we are allowed to just live our lives so loud for Jesus, unintimidated, unashamed. And so I pray that over you, a boldness to just be everything that he has created you to be. And just to know that wherever you're at, there's more. And I declare that over myself too. (laughs) Father God, I thank you so much for this podcast. I thank you for every listener on here. God, I speak life over them. I speak joy over them. God, I thank you that the joy of the Lord is our strength. God, and whatever they're going through, whatever they're facing, whatever they're dealing with, God, I pray that you would 
intervene, that you would have your way. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are our counselor, you're our comforter. God, and I just pray that anyone on here who is dealing with a broken heart, who is crushed in spirit, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are near. You are near to the brokenhearted. You bind up their wounds, God. And I thank you for everything that you're doing in this season. In this season, God. I thank you for the new spaces and places that you're taking all of us into. I thank you that it's a pedal to the metal season. It's a season of acceleration. It's a season of advancement. And God, I just thank you that every hindrance that stands in the way of us experiencing everything you have for us has to go. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. I speak life. I thank you for your peace. It surpasses all understanding. I speak blessings over every listener in Jesus name. Amen.